Hello, dear viewers. We are pleased to welcome everyone to the International Roundtable on the International Conference Global Crisis. It is already touching everyone, which was held on 24th July 2021 on the platform of the International Public Movement, ALATRA. The people themselves, volunteers from all over the world who have a sensible view of reality, together with scientists and specialists from many sectors, showed in a comprehensive way the cause and effect links of the various crises that everyone is facing today, as well as the impending global catastrophe. The conference was broadcast live to thousands of channels in more than 72 simultaneous interpretation languages. The issues raised at the conference generated unprecedented public interest. So during the broadcast, we received many comments and questions from viewers to elaborate on the topics raised. So we are continuing the theme of the global crisis in a series of international roundtables. Today, we will talk about the threats that await humanity and the possible consequences in the economic and social spheres. Today, at our roundtable conference, participants are His Excellency Nitu Smita Saika, Konstantin Raibachu, Kumar Ayer, and Marina. Nitu Smita Saika, what were your impressions of the conference and could you please share your experience of participation as simultaneous interpreter? Oh, thank you so much, uh, Kushum. And uh, I'm feeling very uh, privileged to be a part of today's show as well as 24th uh, July uh, conference on global crisis as part of the public movement of Alatra. I believe uh, this conference has great importance because we are at the verge of extinction if we say truly entire global with all spaces, entire nation, entire human race are really at the verge of dead zone. So uh, being the, as we say, as we feel, we are the great creation of God, we have to act that way, the good creation of God, and we can only save the world. I won't elaborate all the crisis what we are facing because everyone more or less understand, know that what we are facing. We can see everywhere how the spaces are extinct, getting extinct from their earth, how the nature is affecting, and uh, the crisis in uh, environment, climate is affecting our life, then economic, social, everything is affecting. And, and it is bringing a future for our progeny full of threats, full of uncertainty. And uh, I, um, you know, a kind of fear now is uh, flowing in the minds of our uh, people because what we, we eat if there is no nature, what we will do when there is no harmony and peace between uh, two men, two person. So this kind of conference is very important to uh, you know, bring the awareness 
among the people because when we are ever we can invent solution and uh, it is not just the duty of the research person the specialist and all but every human being as a great creation of god we are responsible to save the world to take participate in all this uh, uh, discussion then only we can make out some solution so i um, i will congratulate actually alatra for their this movement organizing such important conference on some important issues because general people generally will take everything in general but when the expertise will come experts come and they comment on this issues then the things become more clear to general people common people so um uh, we believe does not just in social media also being participant we also can create some awareness program like such conferences in uh, everywhere city to city village to village town to town country to country also and uh, who are not actually eligible or able to access social medias and all and so that we can uh, you know make uh, the next generation our progeny aware to make build their attitude to face those issues in future those uh, coming threatening situation to save not just own life to save entire mankind so it's very important and i um, you know uh, it enhanced my knowledge also when i joined this uh, conference on 24th uh, being a translator also i came to know a lot of important things water crisis plants are dying we are living on plants we are living on air on soil we are sharing we all entire um, uh, you can say every human being is sharing same air, same air same soil same water still we are fighting and we uh, don't want to see that everything is you know going out of our hand and one day will come when we will like um, there will be none to solve this problem it is only we uh, who can take the first step for the solution thank you thank you nitus mita uh for your feedback global digitalization and automation robotization and trends that are gaining momentum right now what are the threats to humans from this process in the consumer format of society it is a pleasure to introduce our next speaker pavel fedosov This is not an idle question. Many do not like to answer it openly. Many do not distinguish the concept of crisis from some instability, from some temporary troubles. 
The crisis, after all, is a protracted phenomenon, and we are already seeing how the coronavirus crisis is dragging on in the first place, and it is pulling the crises that we have long been waiting for. It has been long enough since the last economic crisis, and we expect that now it will come again. But it will be in a different context, it will be a kind of digital economic crisis. Everyone can see now that they have actively taken up the regulation of digital ecosystems, the regulation of digital companies and so on and so forth. And this, at some point in time, will lead to the fact that this information, this wealth, that we now possess in the information age, it will again become something so mysterious and something so accessible only to a limited circle of people. Everyone is closing more and more and protecting their territories, their data. And issues with data, issues of their accessibility, issues of transmission and accordingly transmission of information, it will cause such a larger crisis. We can, I certainly don't assert it, but we can dive back into the digital middle age, when we will communicate only with a clearly limited circle of people, with whom you can communicate. Not with deviant characters, not with criminals, not with some dissidents. And all this generates a certain society of distrust. And it seems to me that a major crisis, in fact, lies with this, because it concerns precisely relations between people. And so, of course, digitalization is the second crisis, which will probably lead to problems with jobs as the employees will be gradually replaced by robots. For example, there are factories in Shanghai where robots assemble robots. In Germany there are already absolutely dark factories, where there are no people at all, machines and mechanisms operate synchronously with each other. And accordingly, another main crisis that may happen in the near future is of economic nature. We see the enormous level of debt that some countries have, some states as well as some people. We all see everything what's going on about these micro-financial institutions as more and more people are being driven into this credit bondage. It absolutely affects the subconscious, meaning living from paycheck to paycheck with constant makeshifts. This tremendously narrows the space for maneuver and for some self-development. We fall down again in terms of Maslow's hierarchy of needs to provide ourselves with some food. And again, back to the first topic, we return to some medievalism. So I would point out these four crises in the order of probability of occurrence. And it is no coincidence that the last economic one, I would put it in last place, because I actually believe that it is still possible to change that. format of society, the economy is set up in a way that puts people in the position of a medieval man. We spend all our time just to satisfy our basic needs. While technology is rapidly advancing, human life is only getting worse. Isn't that absurd? At the conference, the risks of creating a superintelligence were also voiced, and that it and what it can lead to. Uh, dear viewers, you can watch this conference on Alatra TV if you haven't watched it already. And now we will turn out to next speaker, uh, Mr. Kumar. Good evening, everyone. Uh, the conference was something which was very appropriate and which was, need, which was the need of the hour. The reason being that 
we are in the midst of a crisis and whether we want to accept it or not we have to live with it and the sooner we try and solve these problems the sooner we will uh, try and claw our way out of this mess which we have created unfortunately and, and this is what i really liked about the conference is that we use this as a platform to shine the light on the various issues which are leading to these crises there were some solutions which were offered but at least the problems were very clearly highlighted and that is important knowing that we are in a problem knowing that we have a problem and knowing that we have to solve this ourselves we cannot look for someone from outside to come and solve it for us that is important and that was what was most uh, enlightening for me about the conference uh, i can go on and on about the various issues and uh, but uh, nitusmita already talked about it and i'm sure the other speakers also will touch upon these topics as well but the one thing which i find and this is something which uh, surprises me also and pains me also is that even at this late stage in our crisis where we are maybe i don't know very honestly if a lot of this world will see 2030 the way it is and in spite of all this we are still not giving up our greed we are still greedy for more technology greedy for more money greedy for more power i mean if when the world will not exist anymore what are we going to do with all this so instead of committing resources to correcting what's wrong with the world we are committing resources to making making our lives more luxurious that's the paradox which actually pains me so uh, this is this is what was my impression from the conference and uh, i actually would encourage the hosts the organizers that we should have more such conferences periodically so that we are able to get more and more people involved in this movement thank you thank you so much and yes it's such a paradox and we are in the midst of a crisis as you said uh, mr kumar thank you so much we have discovered uh, you know in quite some detail the topic of of the economic crisis how unstable the economic situation of human beings is today in the consumer format of society but today human life is also threatened by global climate change and it is very sad that today true information about climate change on the on the planet does not reach people in full participants of a lot of movement ask people what they know about climate change and let's hear the answers
Yes, climate disasters are on the rise. I think the, the news does cover it, but then some people just decide to turn a blind eye to it, unfortunately. And that's across races, that's across, uh, you know, economic statuses like some people just don't believe that it's really happening and it really really is if we believe the science and we understand that climate change is really a problem once we can have a general agreement about that and take politics out of it then we can begin to really make some differences with our environment i don't know maybe people simply don't have information but they still consider it either a matter of the distant future or something that affects not us but other parts of the world Online, we see many posts about climate change and we have to take care of our world to survive so that we don't have to move to Mars. So it's better on Earth. How I can contribute to this is like uh, acknowledging this, this topic about natural disasters and helping others to understand how it is to survive in a planet. Yes, I understand that this is evident from the climate, which has changed a lot, and from various events. Well, it's our own fault. Yes, we have seen it on the news, people talking about climate change and global warming. People know about it, but they're kind of lazy to do something. Of course, the number of natural disasters is currently increasing. I have seen some reports, for example, videos in TikTok and on YouTube, about which I know little, but not so much in detail. There is a certain solicity in the climate, and many assume that the climate change is only a manifestation of this solicity. If there were more people who indeed realize that the world and nature are suffering. We would change this. But I also understand that this is quite difficult because there are people for whom it does not matter that the state of the planet is deteriorating. A human does not protect nature, nothing. He digs. They keep on digging those very oil rigs. It's all coming from the bowels of the earth. This layer created by the Almighty becomes distorted. The natural balance is disturbed. And as a result, all this happens. And no one can cope with this alone. Global warming is certainly observed in the Middle East. There are lots of people who are concerned about this. But the people cannot change this because there are countries that are failing in terms of economy, safety, and politics. I'm well aware of the climate and what is happening to it. This is a big problem that we are facing. And this is with ice. I think that there is a small problem with glaciers. I mean, not a small, but a huge one. And it just gives rise to a big climate crisis. We need to take care of where we live and what we will leave behind, what we will basically leave to our children. Seems to me that the media is trying to hide this, to give it less importance. Of course, the earth belongs to everyone, and it is the duty of all countries to take care of it. I think it's a, it's a thing everybody has to unite, and yeah, it's, it's not nothing you can change on your own. So maybe spread awareness is the first step and then take, take actions as a group, as a community. As this problem is increasing, we simply cannot ignore the fact that something is happening to nature around us.
And this is a fact. This is already reaching the level of human civilization. It is all over the world and in Brazil too. And if humanity does not unite to find ways to solve this problem, it will have a terrible impact on our civilization. Of course, all believers assume that this is all going to the end of the world. You see, what the Bible actually indicates is happening right now. This really is a turning point. And we ourselves can reverse this process as well as be included in it. After all, in the present moment we don't know the conditions for many people's health and life. We need to hold a lot of conferences, shoot a lot of videos, so that people know what is happening in the world. The governments have to to do some to just put some rules. Um, countries have to make, for example, conference or something to um, put rules together to together to decide what to do about it because it's it's not it's not something it's not something to do in one day or two days. It's not something easy. Absolutely. As the survey participants pointed out, people today vitally need to unite. Climate is not a local problem of one person or even a country. It is our common problem, which we can only cope with together. Constantine, do you think you can please share your view and opinions on this topic? Constantine? Yes, sorry. Uh, the picture in the sun was a little bit frozen. Uh, yes, of course, no I'd problem. like to share my opinion about that. Uh, first of all, uh, my impression about the conference, and I participated as an interpreter. I was behind the screen translating from and into English. And I feel very privileged and honored to participate in such a... Um, huge, truly human event that makes difference in our society and makes difference in the world. Uh, <clears throat> I wish there were more of us who were uh, taking part in this conference. I wish uh, we had more languages, more people to be involved in this because this is truly concerns and affects everyone right now and I am feeling that we are the ones who would take more actions to you know try to awake people and tell them about what is coming and uh, do whatever we can again to uh, to unite the society among one common goal, which is called the creative society. Because this is indeed for all of us the only way out of the situation of the crisis that we're all facing, that we're all being affected right now. And we 
beside of that, that's at some point a very good chance to become one big family, to become um, a civilization, a civilization of people where on the first place are universal true uh, human values, like the value of life, the value of choice, freedom of choice, and that's what is going to help us become indeed uh, a civilization which is civilization of people, not civilization of consumer, but consumers, but the civilization of people. Uh, if you don't mind, I would like to uh, say a few more words about the economic crisis that was mentioned today. Again, uh, the economic crisis, from my point of view, this is the crisis of, um, of earning money because the economy in the consumer society, first of all, in the first hands, the aim of it is to earn money. But if we create the economy where the first place would be to supply uh, people with necessary goods, with high quality goods, products, food, and so on, uh, then, then, then we will have no crisis in the economy as well. Because again, it all depends upon us. The way out of any kind of the crisis is, first of all, uh, begins with the mind thinking that we have. If the person enjoys consumer formative thinking and and so on, then uh, there will be crisis for sure. However, if we change our mind of thinking from consumeristic into the creative one, then we will be only mm, developing. We will be uh, going in the evolution step higher and higher and becoming more and more advanced uh, civilization where uh, the word a crisis would be, you know, removed from our dictionary and substituted with something, you know, positive like development and and so on. Thank you very much. Kusum, would you like to introduce our next guest and say a couple of words? So we have uh, Marina here and we'd like her to share about the conference speech. Uh, the planet won't survive cataclysm because we've additionally killed ecology. Ms. Marina, over to you. Thank you so much, Kasoma. Greetings, dear friends. And before I start with uh, my speech about the ecology and the situation, I would like to say how I feel honored and privileged that I had that chance to participate in the preparation of this conference and point your attention that millions of people, not millions, millions of people were watching us yesterday. But thousands of people from 180 countries and all volunteers participate in initiative in, uh, in creating this amazing global universal conference. And when you watch this conference, you feel really that this information that you hear right now make your blood chill. But at the same time, you realize that you hear right now the truth and the truth that we didn't get a chance to hear for the past 6,000 years, the truth about true situation that we have right now on earth. And 
we really feel that it's our responsibility to bring this information to every single person on earth because without that without understanding of it without knowing and seeing the true picture what's happening right now we will not be able to make a right choice and uh, we need to understand that right now our entire civilization will face the global cataclysms and we have experienced the cat this cataclysm caused by cyclicity as a humankind more than once in the history of earth the evidence for this is abandoned you just need to simply uh, dig a drill and well study the underlying lines and you will find everything and the mechanism during this process is the same all the time but it is so severe test for our planet each time and now you and i are at the very point of the closest interaction that transition point of the 24000 cycles that means this period when cataclysm will be ruthless and destructive and in this challenging point challenging period for our planet our planet is sick sick is never do you think the sick sick organism can withstand such a disaster definitely no the destroyed ecology will accelerate the catastrophes and if we hadn't destroyed our planet to such an extent if we hadn't destroyed the ecosystem it wouldn't have been so terrible but we did it we did it with our own hands and we did it all together and like if you just simply imagine that we all sitting around one big table and we putting clean water food on the table but at the same time we put chemicals and poisonous next to our food and then we start to start to roll up the tablecloth and mix all ingredients together and then we start to eat what do you think what are our chances of surviving after eating such a food and that what will happen during the cata global catastrophes and how much worse will it get when the cataclysm intensify 24000 years ago our planet underwent a similar test already do we know how many people survived them very very few but back then the planet was in a much better shape than it is right now and geological studies confirm this the situation was much better the ice did not melt the permafrost remained yes the planet was shaking a little bit it was very difficult to breathe there was the ocean almost everywhere but people survive and they enter the new 24000 year cycle because there was still quite a lot of room for life but not right now not like we have it back then there were no vast megalopolises which put additional pressure point on the earth surface 
like we have right now, unfortunately. The planet was much more alive and healthier back then. And today we have the worst possible situation and we need to realize it. The soil, water and air are polluted. Don't you think this will affect your life? And how long does it take for, it up, for us to clean up this mess? What will happen to our atmosphere right now? Every rocket that we launch leaves a trace in it, a harmful trace. And we are so happy when we see the rocket launching, but we don't realize what kind of harm it brings to our planet. We have mountains of trash, even the new continents of plastic. And please look at the wind rolls. Is it predictable or forecastable right now? No. The temperature patterns have changed. The upwelling and downwelling air currents are sharply changing their direction. And we cannot predict, we cannot estimate. Suppose the situation continues to develop as it is right now. In this case, the process of pollution will get worse because the consumption is increasing. And we do not have adequate and environmentally friendly technology for clean up because in a consumer format, it's not in our interest. It requires money and requires rethinking. But in a consumer format, we only have one interest, and it is a profit. Nobody cares about human life. Nobody cares that in a couple of years, we will not have a fresh water and fresh, clean air. We only care about profit to get it right now, to buy even more things that actually trash and will not have any value when the catastrophe increases. Earth in its current states will not survive these cataclysms and will mostly likely become a Mars-like planet. Do we really want to see Mars on Earth? I don't think so. Therefore, we really need to unite and we really need build together a creative society. The model of a society in which life is the highest value and and that means if the life will be the highest value we will be able to find the solution all together because right now it's so clear and understandable that we together created all this mess and we together should really fix this problem and this problem is so global and it's impossible for one country to fix it we really to unite, we really to get all countries, all, all our potential get together in order to survive. Thank you very much. Thank you so much, Marina. And um, the state of the society is deplorable. And, you know, this is a transition point, a challenging point. Our planet is sick. There's so many points that you brought out so well. And do we want to actually create a Mars on Earth? But we still have time to realize what is happening, to assess all the risks and threats, and to do everything possible to save people's life in time. 
So, Mr. Kumar, how is the climate already affecting the well-being of everyone? We are actually seeing the effects of the climate crisis on a daily basis. I mean, very unseasonable, very unseasonal weather, unprecedented uh, temperatures across the globe, cloud bursts at very short and unpredictable nature of uh, the monsoons, which are uh, currently on in India. You can see at the same time, in different parts of the world, there are floods. I mean, there's a, there are floods in Costa Rica, there are floods in India, there are floods in Germany, uh, floods in Turkey, floods in China. So it's, it's not like there is a part of the world which is unaffected. And at the same time, you see very high temperatures in different parts of the world. So you're seeing extremely unpredictable and unimaginable weather conditions. So the climate crisis is real. I mean, we have to accept it. As Marina said, we are, at, we are, we are fast approaching the point of no return. And if we don't start taking action right now, it will be too late. And unfortunately, what is happening, and this is very common with our generation, we have created this mess, but we don't want to clean it up. We're waiting for the next generation to actually come in and clean up our mess, and that is wrong. If, I mean, the first thing that we are taught is when you make create a mess, clean it up before you leave. Unfortunately, our generation, because of their greed and because of the way we have now been conditioned to think and act, are believing that whatever will happen will happen once our generation is gone. So I don't have to live with this mess in the future. Whoever is going to be alive at that time will clean it up. Why should I bother? And that is an absolutely wrong attitude. We have to actually put our hands up and say, we have done this and we will clean this. So, and, and this can happen only if there is a mass movement. We need to actually put pressure on the, on the leaders in our countries to start seriously thinking about scaling down. I mean, growth is no longer, no longer an issue. Because when we talk of growth, it's only going to make matters worse. Because any growth is going to lead to more exploitation of resources and more pollution. Instead of growth, we need to look at sustainable development. We need to look at redeployment of resources so that each country has a consumption pattern which is based on the allocation for that country. We have thresholds for various parameters which we are going to be monitoring. And the collective conscience of the globe has to put their hands up and say that enough is enough, let's change. Unless we do that, we're not going to survive this crisis. Thank you, Mr. Kumar. 
uh, I'll return to one point here as well. Uh, Constantine, we know that you're working in the breaking news on Alatra TV and you see how severe cataclysms are. Are we ready for them as humanity? And also, what should the government do to keep people safe, safe from the negative impacts of what's been happening with the climate and economic impacts? Thank you very much, uh, Robert, for the question. It's a very actual question. Uh, it goes without saying that uh, this situation with the climate, it's obvious. It's getting worse. I mean, uh, there is no place left on the planet that has not been hit by any kind of disaster, by any kind of uh, cataclysm or anomaly. Um, the problem is that uh, not many people are taking this seriously, and this is very serious. I've been, you know, participating in um, in the news about cataclysms and about uh, for at least maybe four years already, and I've been, you know, watching all the time how the situation is been developing and unfortunately it is getting worse like i mentioned already uh i wish more people took that more serious and of course i wish uh the governments took that very serious why they're not taking it seriously well i believe that's because they don't believe that once they're going to become old that's because they don't believe that once uh, the life gonna end. And of course, they probably don't believe that very soon uh, their popularity, their, their power, they're enjoying so much is going to alleviate. It's obvious. In this material world, everything has its beginning and everything has its end. However, we're all people and we're dual. We have spiritual and we have material part. And uh, spiritual should dominate in people's life. And people as human beings, they should you know, live according to other, <clears throat> to live according with the other values. Unfortunately, we see the situation that we are trying to, I mean, the government, their officials, they're trying to increase some aureole of power, of importance, of whatever, uh, to have people speak about them. But at the same time, we forget that, again, all those things, this is just something that is not going to last long because life ends the stars they appear and disappear just like galaxies they appear and disappear everything like i mentioned already has its beginning and its end but since uh 
we're supposed to live with other values, with human and spiritual values. Uh, people should understand that, again, that the most important thing for all of us that we have is the life. And we should value our own life like the life of every other human being because that's what we have. That's what gives us a chance to become something more than a regular human being. And I'm approaching the question of like spirituality, of what we really need to, in the direction we need to move to. Uh, I have already ideas after the conference because I've been keeping thinking how to attract more attention of uh, those people who have more power and more opportunities to do something for the society. I do have already ideas how to involve them in that, how to inform them about what is coming. And I hope that again, together with the movement with participants of the Alatra movement, with participants of the Creative Society Project, we're gonna make more change, uh, changes. Because uh, we understand the, that the situation is very serious and that the only way out is to unite. And to unite not just one or two people, but to unite the whole potential of the whole humanity. Otherwise, it's gonna be bad. Because again, the information that I have, and we show that in the uh, breaking news every week, the situation is becoming only worse. That's why what we can do, we must do. Thank you. Thank you. What we can do, we must do. Absolutely uh, right, uh, Constantin. So distinguished guests, perhaps you have questions for each other. You may ask them now, please. Robert? I would... No, go ahead. Somebody like was good. Yes, yes. I would like to add something that Constantine just mentioned. So uh, the topic about unity that we need to unite. And I absolutely agree that we really need to unite. But for many people, um, they cannot understand what that means to unite and to unite around the idea, idea of building a society, creative society in which we really can unite because only the format of um, the new format of relation between people can really help us not only to survive this global catastrophe that already started, but also to bring a new era for all of us. And this is actually very, very, very simple because we need to understand that either we change the format now, we change the format in which the, in which the human life has no value to the format of a society in which every single person will, will be available and we only have one chance right now and we are so limited in a time so we don't have to wait to join this project and to really start to share this vital information that we all heard today and we all heard on that global conference global crisis there's already concerns everyone thank you so much 
Marina, as you said, uh, that we need to change the vector of our society. So that means, how do you think uh, is important to inform people about what is this, about the creative society, which has no basically comparison that's where we need to stream. Nitusmita, what is your idea about that? Great uh, question, because uh, we, uh, we all human are in conflict because of this uh, different differentiation between caste, creed, social status, economic status and all. And uh, because of that, only the greed, uh, you know, con to control some, uh, someone, others, to gain power above others, so all uh, this actually mess, all this stress, all this garbage is, you know, uh, um, uh, engulfing our society and same time the mind. I am uh, uh, agree with constant, constant Richard, Richard, that the spiritual now uh, to overcome all this greed that, um, you know, um, uh, differentiation between people to people country to country uh, religion and all we i believe we need to uh, touch that spirituality of you know spiritually we can uh, change the mindset of people we cannot ask uh, direct a person to don't drink coke don't go to beach don't uh, play uh, uh, pubg don't go to pub you know we cannot directly ask them to go and do it but yes, if we touch them spiritually, we are on the verge of extinction. Then only I think uh, we can, you know, make them to think seriously what they are actually doing. And uh, personally, uh, I uh, often I get you know involved in conflict with uh, people whenever I travel in public uh, uh, transport, use public transport and all. I see people using. Without even she or he is not using water, they will keep you know the tap open. And as an instructor in National Cadet Corps, immediately you know I cannot stop myself, and I will you know point out. I would point out, oh, don't please yeah, close the tap. The water you are wasting the water. In that I get involved you know in conflict with who are you to say? So this is the situation of minds of people now. The, uh, the concept of creative society is like where all are equal. Uh, no is white, no is black, no is uh, from this religion, no is. This equalness will, you know, bring the sense that air is same for us, water is same for us. So we are equally responsible for the mess. We are equally responsible to clean this mess. And when ocean will raise their voice, its voice, when wind will you know open their wing its wings and when soil will quack no ai no health industry no weapon industry can save this planet and our race so this sense of equality is very important where in those countries where the war is going on when there is no human who will worship god and in other countries where there is no war, they are thinking, okay, we are safe, we are enjoying. And it, 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 it creates that, uh, broaden that gap between human. So creative society, the concept should reach each and every mind, each and every heart. And especially being an instructor, I always 
happen to stay with you know uh, young youngsters teenagers so i don't know about our generation but i'm talking about the generation new generation if they understand they grasp this concept equality and equality means creative creative means create the globe in a new way with you know really uh, uh, with some mind uh, which uh, in uh, reality we can uh, term that uh, best creation of god this is human mind so i uh, believe for the teenagers for the students that creative society this concept must reach their mind and in that way we can make bring that new attitude which we need as marina said the earth is sick to to for to you know recover uh, to help our sick earth we need a sound mind sound mind setup and for the generation they need to <clears throat> accept they need to understand this concept of creative society it is not uh, it is it, this society is for all we have to be creative to cope with this new enemy new uh, problem new threats and this uh, money making society this concept can be changed only through the one new force and that force is uh, that untapped energy of our uh, growing generation so uh, the concept of creative society must reach uh, the new generations mind first yes thank you very much i can see we have a new guest chong would you be able to tell us something about the conference what impressed you and what do you think Okay, thank you very much Mr. Robert. I feel very good because uh, I think this is the first time uh, in my life to do something like this and uh, I think this is very good for announce to the people. Uh, we have to uh, aware for the thing that we do is like uh, because uh, someone they didn't uh, how to say it's like they didn't uh, prepare themselves to to aware about this thing. That's like Uh, today, after I joined the meeting, and today I got the news from China. They have like the storm, the sand storm. That's it. So I think, um, and also my country, uh, we have the land is how to say it, like uh, the land is um, uh, the land is down. I know don't know how to say in English, but I think uh, this conference is very good for the people, and uh, we should to let the people understand why we have to plant the tree, why we have to love our earth, and why we have to do something for the new generation. Yes, I think this is very good. Very good. We we should to uh, continue to do the good thing like this. Yeah, keep going. Very good. And we, <laughs> that day I joined, I seen the first meeting until to the end. Yeah. I am the translator to, to Thai people and with my brother. Yeah, very good. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Robert. Thank you. Thank you. Mr. Kumar, uh, could you also share your view about 
how important it is for people to unite and if it is possible for individual countries and governments to do and withstand the challenges alone or it is important for us to unite together and try to cope with the challenges that are waiting waiting us together as a humanity robert the time when one country could step up and say that i will solve this problem is long gone we are a global community now so whatever has to be done has to be done together it is not possible for a single country to step up and say i can solve this problem and i will be the champion for reversing what has happened in the last 30 years it's not possible we are a global community countries have to come together and realize that the earth is one we have physically divided it into countries but otherwise it's all one the atmosphere surrounding the earth is one the waters on the earth are all connected so it is no longer possible for any individual country to say i am not affected by this because you are you will have to face the reality that we are truly one world and so if and i give a very simple uh, i usually give this example i can have a beautiful house and if my neighborhood stinks then my beautiful house is not of any value that's the situation that we are in today a country can be very nicely sequestered from the rest of the world at least that's what they will believe but in reality what happens in one part of the world does affect the other parts of the world and so we will all have to work together we have to put aside our prejudices we have to put aside our lack of trust and we have to start truly believing that we are all brothers and sisters and unless all of us survive none of us will survive that is the fact so we have to and and this is one of the things that i like about the creative society is this attitude of trying to at least at least we are talking about equality we're talking about justice we're talking about having uniformity across the globe and that is important more we talk about it and the more we start practicing it the i think we can create a difference we can make a difference we can create an impact and that is necessary so long story short we need to start walking the talk it's good that we believe in certain things but now our actions have to show that we will we are ready to take some hard decisions so that we actually will translate our words into actions thank you thank you mr kumar and marina would you like to add something i'm pretty sure that you have plenty information that and interesting things to say thank you so much robert i didn't i really would like to add uh, that in the last speech of lesley he said 
that it is not a coincidence that nature gave birth to eight billions of us. So, and that's what we have right now. And that's exactly that numbers is necessary for, to, uh, for us as a civilization to go from one level of development to another. And that's exactly the number that is necessary right now to fix our problem with ecology. So, and again, it's in only in this amount of people that we are right now, we can change the format from a consumer to a creative. And that is very, very important information. And when I heard it, I really understood that it is a time right now and it is possible for us as a civilization to not only to survive, but only to create a beautiful future, the beautiful society in which every single person on earth, it doesn't matter in which part of the globe you will live, but you will be able to live like a human. You will have a beautiful life and you don't have to be worried about the future of your family, the future of your kids. So I hope that as many people as possible will be able to listen to this conference and will be able to understand and really to start act in order that we all as a one global human family can really survive. Thank you. Indeed, that's so beautiful. We all need to survive. Because, and also what Mr. Kumar said, that we need to start walking the talk. Indeed, the unifi unification of people today is a vital need. Looking at the situation in the world, we realize that building a creative society is the only way out. Thanking you all speakers uh, for sharing that humanity has come to a point where the choice is with us to, you know, save it. It's only with us. So dear viewers, what are the global challenges in your opinion that we face as humanity? And is there a way out? We would love to hear your views on it. Please record a short video of your understanding. What was it about the conference that interested you and that impacted you the most? So you can write to us and post it on info at Also, dear viewers, even if you have not seen the conference so far, you can do it now and find it in your language on the website alatraunites.com. It is translated into more than 72 languages for the world. This catastrophe will continue. If we all do not take action for each one of us, and if we continue to act in a consumerist format, understand money cannot buy you oxygen to breathe. It will not be available. We are seeing this happening right now when thousands of people died because there was no oxygen available. Mind you, there was money, but there was no oxygen available. There are hundreds of landslides, floods, places that have drought, and we are seeing it right now. So I urge each one of you to rise and take action as every person will have to do that to save themselves and humanity. For every single person, 
Our behavior and attitude is the root cause. We have the power to change it. There are actions each one of us needs to take in our homes, in our businesses, in our societies that will initiate a change of specific positive consequences for humanity, which every speaker here has spoken today. The only limit is our commitment, you know, each one's commitment towards this action. So I would like to conclude with Mahatma Gandhi's wise words. The earth, the air, the land and water are not an inheritance from our forefathers, but on a loan from our children. So we have to hand over to them, at least as it was handed over to us. Thank you so much and Namaste. Thank you, Kusum. As you said, yes, it's very important to spread this message and all the information to as much as as much people as possible. Therefore, we will also continue the roundtables in this roundtable series for various topics which were covered by the conference. And we encourage all the viewers and also the speakers, you can roundtables yourself as well to, so that we spread this message and information to as possible. Thank you very much for table and I believe I believe that all the following roundtables will spread the information even more and we'll have even more viewers and participants. Thank you. Thank you very much.